0: and welcome to the home service small business spotlight. I'm Arthur Yan, co-founder and CEO of Nest Protection Plan. We partner with restorers, contractors, and other home service providers to increase their revenue, grow their authority, and help them build a platform of lifetime customers. We believe that every American family and property owner deserves peace of mind from contamination, mold, and indoor-related illnesses all for less than a dollar a day. Stick around to the end of the show We'll reveal how you can be our next guest in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. What's going on, everybody? How's everybody doing? Welcome to episode number four of the Home Service Small Business Spotlight. I am your host, Arthur Yan, and we are excited. We have a wonderful guest for you today. His uh, He is the chimney scientist. He is, I believe, out of Pennsylvania. His name is Joe O'Chal. Joe, how are you doing, sir? Living the dream, working on chimneys. Working on chimneys, man. That is super interesting. Um, there I know a lot of people that that are into uh the janitorial businesses, uh that you know, restoration work, but chimney specializing and and doing what you're doing. This is a fascinating uh concept. So Joe, thanks once again for being on the show. Tell us a little bit more about what exactly it is you do as the chimney scientist and how you got your start doing this.
1: Sure. Well, we're a full service chimney company. There's about 25 of us now only in the past couple of years and you know, everything from cleaning chimneys to building chimneys, uh, open burning fireplaces, gas stoves, masonry fireplaces, everything. And, um, I was originally a microbiologist and went to school for microbiology and um, was very involved in that. And I recognized that there was a strong need in the blue collar industry. Um, you know, just, you know, big fish, small pond rather than a small fish in a big pond was really what I was thinking. Um, so, five or six years ago now, I went full time and uh, it's transformed my life. You know, owning a small business um, in the blue collar space is, is excellent if you have the ability to communicate and just do what you say you're going to do and be as transparent as possible. Uh, You can be, you can be running a very profitable business.
0: Yeah, I bet. So, I mean, it's one of those things where it's a, it sounds like such a niche uh, business. I mean, you've got, when you think of things like animal control, or you think of uh, other types of businesses that are so specialized and unique. And of course I don't know of, of a chimney uh, specialist myself. So um, I, I bet that there's a lot that goes into that. There's a, there's also probably a really good uh, customer base that you have. So how large is your company?
1: Uh, there's 25 employees now. Um, we service about 4,000 chimneys a year. And yeah, the key is to be niche. You know, in any small business, um, the more niche you can be, the more you can increase your margins, um, the more you can create demand for yourself and separate yourself. So. Um, that's what, that's one of the things that drove me to the chimney industry.
0: Wow. And I, I guess Pennsylvania, there's a, there's a lot of coal, uh, in Pennsylvania. Is that, um, come into play on, on how the science works behind that? I mean, I, do people burn coal more there than they might in the South? They do, but
1: you know, not, not so much where I'm in Philadelphia, but I would say, you know, a lot of people don't realize that they, you may have a chimney, like you yourself may have a chimney and may not even know it. Like if you burn natural gas or propane to heat your house, that's often venting into a chimney. So I'll be like, you know, driving around town or like, you know, with the store somewhere and someone will say, Oh yeah, you're a chimney sweep. You're like chim chimney. And they'll say, do people even have chimneys anymore? And I'll say, uh, you know, you have a chimney and then they'll say, how do you, how do you burn how do you heat your house like oh like you know i think propane or something i'm like well then you have a chimney on top of your house and i was like you probably call us to look at it because it sounds like you don't even know about it
0: (laughs) and that that's so interesting i mean because there's there are a lot of different uh types of setups for houses the way you you know you got new construction homes you've got a lot of older construction homes i'm sure around philadelphia that do have the chimneys the uh the wood burning um, rather than gas burning chimneys and fireplaces. But, but also it makes people, I, I would think it would make people really wonder, I mean, if they get their air ducts clean, they get other parts of their home cleaned, treated. And of course you can even have microbial growth issues. Is, are microbial issues common inside of chimneys and flues and that kind of thing?
1: No, mostly just soot, like creosote buildup. Uh, sometimes it can smell. Uh, But the biggest concern is if you're using a fireplace or a wood stove, uh, the possibility of having a chimney fire. The other thing would be having like a gas fireplace. You know, if you have gas logs that sit inside your masonry fireplace, we need to know what the condition of your masonry fireplace is. Make sure there's no holes inside the chimney where heat can escape into the drywall and catch the house on fire. So like those are all important things that a lot of people overlook. Um, Yeah. So that's, that's really important.
0: Wow. Yeah. And it, Like I said, I just, for one, for some reason, I'm just kind of geeking out on this. I think it's really neat, um, you know, with my background in the restoration industry and my background, uh, dealing with a lot of structural issues, you know, fireplaces and chimneys are one of the last things that people, and me especially, think about, and the importance of keeping them clean, keeping them maintained. Uh, So... Tell us a little bit about what your plans are for the future with your business. If you're planning on growing or do you do um, tap into any other kinds of uh, services?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, we've been, we've been increasing in revenue by 50% for the past three and a half, three years. I was going to say four, but I'm not sure. Um, and the, the focus now is on things that are trying to reduce carbon emissions. So, um, we, we, we have a subcontractor that splits, stacks, and covers firewood that is naturally dried um, so it has significantly less uh, smoke and doesn't put as much particulates into the environment. Uh, we also are focused on something called wood burning insert, which is essentially like a steel box that goes inside the fireplace, has a steel tube that goes up the chimney that reduces uh, carbon emissions. So to give you an example, like an open burning fireplace, uh, burning wood with a moisture content of approximately 20%, you're gonna get about a hundred grams of particulate emissions per hour in the environment. A wood burning insert, you're gonna get between one and three grams per hour. That's like huge. It's like a very, (laughs) that's like a very big difference. And you're still able to burn, you know, wood. You're still able to have the same things that you enjoy. And the inserts will create more heat in your house than a traditional fireplace would. So that's kind of where we're focusing on. We're also doing a lot more masonry work. And once again, um, it's all about being as niche as possible, You know, doing the things that a lot of people don't know how to do or don't want to do um, so that you can separate yourself, create more demand, increase your margins. Right now, we're focused on ma- masonry artisanship. So doing hand carvings on old historic buildings. Uh, we'll be getting training with that, with a company uh, in D.C. that makes all the mortars for the national monuments, some of the cathedrals in Europe. So we're becoming masonry artisans um, and that's kind of where we're hoping to be in the next 18 months or so. We've trained about half the staff and just taken on small projects, you know, piece by piece, essentially.
0: Wow, that is awesome. And, you know, it sounds like there's a lot of history that you deal with as, as well. And um, history is all, all always a really fascinating thing for me. So um, anyway, uh, tell us a little bit about where people can find you i mean tell us where where your website is how people can reach you um sure. not just i guess you're primarily in eastern pennsylvania but are there any other connections you know people might be able to reach you uh in states that are adjacent to pennsylvania i
1: think the thing that i would definitely do we spent a lot of time focusing on creating
0: informative
1: blogs and content that are valuable for people that are interested in burning wood or gas fireplaces or having issues like, hey, there's smoke coming into my house when I have a fire. What do I do? Or, you know, there's a cold downdraft of air when I'm not using my fireplace. Or in the summertime, my whole fireplace smells like carbon soot and my whole downstairs smells horrible. What do I do about this? Right. So um, we have lots of content on our website, which is chimneyscientist.com, um, you know, to just look at that information so I would recommend that for sure.
0: Okay, great. ChimneyScientist.com. And that was another thing I wanted to ask you is uh, if you had some good advice you could share with the audience. And, but it sounds like, I mean, there's a ton of it. If you go to the, to your website, you have library of of information blogs, that's, I'm probably going to check it out myself. And, uh, but yeah, so just between us and our audience, Tell us a little bit more about um, something that maybe homeowners and listeners could do uh, as they're preparing for the winter with, you know, December's approaching, cold weather is already uh, reaching most of the country. So what are some things that people could do to get ready for it? I'd love
1: to tell you. So I would recommend getting something called a, uh, it's called a Chimfire Road Flare. So just go online and essentially type in an Amazon, like, chimney fire extinguisher or chimney fire road flare. It's essentially a road flare that if you're having a chimney fire, you throw it into your fire in the fireplace and it extinguishes, it reduces all of the oxygen inside the chimney and therefore starves the fire of oxygen. Um, so we can put out a, can put out a chimney fire, they claim in 22 seconds. And I'm going to tell you right now how I had a chimney fire in my own house this weekend and how that saved my butt in about two minutes. That's so fascinating. That was well, that, and, you was, know, that,
0: that sounds a lot like uh, the, don't fire departments use something similar to that or, or there's something along those lines, I guess, that they use to help to, to try to suffocate fires. Um, that's that's incredible. Yeah. Um,
1: so, so the thing is this, like if you want to make sure that your chimney's in good condition, have a chimney professional come out, make sure there's no holes in the chimney where fire can escape. Right. So if you know that's the case. If you were to have a chimney fire, that chimney fire would be contained with inside that pipe. It would not penetrate into the walls and maybe catch your house on fire if you're able to extinguish it in a timely manner using this road flare, right? If you do not have your chimney checked out by a certified chimney professional and maybe there's holes in the chimney, you should put the road flare in but immediately call the fire department because you might put out the fire in the chimney, but there might be a fire now in the wood framing on the second floor that you're not aware of. Right. Um, so this weekend I just went out to dinner with my wife. Uh, we had a couple of drinks We're winding down. It's like now midnight and we're about to start a fire before we go to bed. So we start this fire. I notice a bunch of smoke is like coming into the room and that doesn't really happen with, with my wood stove. I was, I was using a wood stove and then I was like, I tried to start the fire again, and I closed the doors, and a bunch of smoke just came into the room. So I thought this was kind of strange. I thought I might be having a chimney fire. So I went outside with my flashlight. I put it up to the outside of my chimney, and I saw a bunch of black, thick smoke coming out, and I could smell burning tar. So I knew right away that I had a chimney fire. And everything that I'm about to explain to you took place in about two minutes or less. So I immediately ran inside. By the time I got inside, I noticed that there was smoke blowing out of all the orifices of my stove which meant that there was some type of pressure pushing down into my, into my house, which was the fire inside the chimney, pushing that smoke inward. So I immediately went to the right side of my fireplace, grabbed my road flare. And I was actually really nervous because at this point, now I could hear the fire in my chimney roaring kind of like a like a freight train. Wow. (laughs) So I was like, Oh crap. Yeah. I was like, this is crazy. So I've seen other chimney fires that were not so crazy. And I'm a chimney guy. I'm a chimney professional. So it's like, I shouldn't know what to do. But even still, I was a little frazzled. I was a little concerned. So I grabbed this road flare. I know the instructions for the road flare. I know exactly what to do. But I I couldn't. you're, You're supposed to take the road flare and take the part of it and kind of like strike it like a match to light it. And I couldn't get that to work. And I started freaking out. So I threw it into the wood stove, hoping it would catch on fire. And it did, which was great. And I closed the door. But it was nice to know that, like, even though I was frazzled, which I think my customers would be, uh, this road flare would would still be able to ignite if it caught on fire inside the wood stove. So it immediately catches on fire. I can hear it working. I can, you know, it's about to start shooting smoke up this chimney. And the road flare actually produces carbon monoxide. So I'm concerned that if I stay in the room because there's smoke coming out of this wood stove, that I'm going to have carbon monoxide poisoning. My wife is like passed out on the couch. I like wake her up. I'm like, hey, we're having a chimney fire. We should probably like get out of the house, get the get the animals in the basement. And she's so tired. She's like, whatever, like I don't care. I'm like, it's this is serious. This is for real. She thinks I'm like joking with her. So I ended up like grabbing her and like making her like go get the animals, put them in the basement, so we could figure out what was going on. We have a bunch of animals. We have like four rabbits and four cats. It's a mess. So I just wanted them all in one place. So I put them all in the basement, and then. Or she, she started doing that, and then by the time I started opening up the windows to try to get the, um, you know, all the smell out of the house and maybe get rid of this carbon monoxide, instead of fan up, I went outside. I put my flashlight up, and um, you know, now the fire is, you know, now there's no like heavy, heavy black smoke coming out anymore. Um, you know, I could tell the fire was kind of extinguishing itself, and I went back inside. You know, the road flare was pretty much done, and everything was over in like two minutes right? Wow. <laughs> so in, inside my chimney, I have a stainless steel liner that I, I installed. It's a steel tube to contain the fire. And I, that tube is listed and approved to withstand multiple chimney fires. So I knew that it's like, okay, my liner would, you know, my fire would not penetrate this liner. Um, so if I put out this fire as quickly as I could, because it was installed correctly, my, my fireplace liner, then you know, I should be okay. And I shouldn't have to call the fire department. And that's what I was able to do. And what that saved me from doing was having my fire department come pour water down my chimney, pour a huge extinguisher in my room, ruin my hardwood floors. Um, Potentially, if they sensed heat with like a heat sensor, cut open my roof or cut open my attic or do something like that, because sometimes they do that. And it's kind of invasive. And it's all for good reasons. So the fact that I was able to have a certified chimney freshener myself install a liner to make sure that my fire was contained. The fact that I had this road flare that was $24 for this purpose saved me from having, you know, major problems with, with a, um, you know, with a fire, with a, with a, uh, fireman. So I think that's great. And I'm really just trying to promote this to my customers, because I know that all their chimneys are safe. I know that we've looked at them, and promote this to anybody who's who's had their chimney looked at that knows it's in great shape. It's great to get like just a fire
0: extinguishing
1: road flare for chimneys, and that's kind of what I wanted to talk about because it literally happened to me this Saturday, and it's
0: Tuesday, yeah, Wednesday. It, it sounds like that that's some story that should be on like I shouldn't be alive, you know, one of those shows. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so I I didn't know that, that people could buy this individually or you know buy this product, buy the flare. So is that something else that they can order from your site, ChimneyScientist.com?
1: We don't sell them. You know, just Lowe's Home Depot um, on Amazon. They're like 24 bucks. Um, we probably could sell them, but sometimes things that I'm really interested in, like um, you know, these road flares or different powders that you can put into the fireplace to reduce creosote, I prefer to just refer people to them. I don't want them to think that I'm like, you know, trying to sell them
0: a product just because well, like, I, th- I think... I think they would buy it from you but I think yeah. uh they'd right. buy it You're from right. uh from Home Depot or Lowe's or somewhere like that as well. Um uh, that's interesting. I mean I uh I've heard a lot about uh fires and, and extinguishing and of course uh with all the the classes that the professionals take uh we we discuss types of fire extinguishers and you know you got the organic fires and the grease fires and but this is uh this is something else man. This is really neat. Um well, Joe, I think that the listeners are really uh, going to get a lot from this, and I, it's pretty clear that everyone should have one of these uh, flare kits. If you know, if you've got any kind of fireplace or chimney, or I guess even if you've got an oven, <laughs> you yeah. may want one of these. Uh, so, thanks for all that advice, Joe. Um, to we're, you know, to close out, I want to ask you a little bit more about you know touch into what you do you like do you uh are you an Eagles fan or are you into sports what what kind of what kind of stuff do you like
1: honestly dude I'm just like a total scientist like business nerd <laughs> and I'm from Philadelphia and Philadelphia is like hardcore like we're very hardcore <laughs> about the Eagles right in all of our sports so I'm just this like loser like we go to bars people are like yeah how about them Eagles I'm like oh uh, yeah they're great so um <laughs> I don't know But I'm very much into business and, you know, business books and motivational books. And that's kind of my my forte and interest. That's really what I'm into, Um, which is why I'm very happy to be in an industry that is so niche that has such a need that I can really find, um, you know, a good I could be a good resource to customers and I can really grow. And that's what we've been doing. So my advice to listeners would be if you're looking to start a small business, you know, first, you know, look for a need that you can fill and then, you know, try to find something that is as niche as possible so that you can kind of create your own market and create your own demand.
0: Awesome. Wonderful, wonderful uh, information and advice, Joe. And I appreciate you being on the show. It's been a pleasure. Appreciate all the, uh, the value you've given us. And he is Joe O'Chow. He is the chimney scientist. You can find more about him, more about his business and just more information about chimneys and fire safety uh at com, joe thanks so much for being on the show it's been a pleasure yeah man have a great day you too man i appreciate it and we'll see everybody next time on the next episode of the home service small business spotlight i'm arthur Yon and y'all have a good one go eagles <laughs> arthur yan here thank you so much for listening to the home service small business spotlight If you are a successful restorer, contractor, or home service provider who would like to be on this program, please visit jointhenestteam.com slash go. If you got something out of this interview, would you also share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you know someone that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag Spotlight. I love seeing your posts, love seeing your guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up, ratings, and your reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean a lot to me and my team. Want to know more? Go to our website, jointhenesteam.com slash go, or follow me on LinkedIn and Facebook. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next time.